0: making the magic a podcast chatting about all things disney universal and beyond this week we're talking about taking a disney cruise martin's off on his very first disney cruise in a few weeks and we're chatting about what he's looking forward to and what he can expect on board
1: i'm amanda and i'm martin and yes despite the fact i'm quite a reasonably seasoned sailor i've been on quite a few cruise lines been on PO, cunard norwegian celebrity princess virgin recently as well i've never actually sailed with disney despite the fact it's obviously we sell quite a lot of disney cruises don't we but i've just never had the opportunity or the time to be able to go on so i wasn't able to go onto the staycations last year like you were because i was vaccinated in france uh, and they wouldn't accept that so i did miss out on going on the staycations which i would have done last year so i'm very much looking forward to it so It is my first time, so I do have lots of questions. Now, Amanda, you are a very seasoned sailor, aren't you? So hopefully we have to answer a lot of my questions. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, now I've
0: been on quite a few Disney cruises. been on all of the ships except the Fantasy and the Brand New Wish, although I am booked to go on that next year. So yeah, hopefully can can answer your questions and get you all excited um, about going on your cruise. So so
1: tell Mm -hmm. us more. What ship are you going on? What itinerary are you doing? So it's the Disney Magic, and it's selling out of Dover, and it's going around the British Isles. I'm expecting a lot of American tourists <laughs> on board. I'm actually going to quite a few places that I've never been to. For example, I've never been to Cork uh, over in Ireland, and I've never been to Belfast. Well, that's the thing,
0: isn't it? Even that you, you know, travel very widely all across the world, there are things that are in the UK that we never quite got round to go into, to see. So just because they're closer to home... Doesn't mean they're not interesting destinations and yeah, I'm sure you'll have an amazing time um exploring those places,
1: but most importantly, enjoying the ship as well. Yeah, one of my friends is a cast member and he's done that same British Isles cruise and he really enjoyed it and he's been to the UK quite a lot. So yeah, but my main thing is probably is to enjoy the uh, the ship because I just want to go and explore and do absolutely everything. So it's the Disney Magic, which was the original ship, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that's right. So launched in 1997, which to me doesn't seem that long ago, but is actually 25 <laughs> years ago. And Depends on
1: when you were born. Exactly, I think. <laughs>
0: 1997 just seems like yesterday, but apparently it's not. But although it is like you think an older ship, the original one. I mean, I was um, on the Magic last year still looks lovely i mean it's been refurbed over the years and to me it just looks like a really classic ship i mean one of the things i I really like about the disney ships is they've got that kind of art deco feel they've got the the blue hull instead of just being like a big white ship so they do look really classy and a bit different than other cruise line ships
1: yeah it's kind of uh, of harking back to the golden age of cruising and it, I really, I mean, I like the Art Deco kind of theming anyway. That's why Hotel New York over here is one of my favourite uh, hotels. And I really like the Art Deco sort of style. So to me, it's timeless, that kind of thing. It doesn't really age, does it?
0: No, no. It's it a stunning ship. And yeah, a smaller ship. So it's got about 2,700 passengers it can accommodate. I imagine the crews that you're on perhaps won't be fully occupied but you know there'll be enough people to have some nice atmosphere it's got 875 staterooms and then a crew of about 950 people so yeah a really good crew to guest ratio to make sure that you have that really excellent service that disney are known for
1: yeah it's one of the things that obviously the feedback we get and from yourself and from everyone else that we book is i think it's the cast members on board the ship that Really does make the difference as whether you have um, a, a good sailing or not, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does, and I think whilst you know Disney service in the parks hopefully people have a good experience of that, and in the hotels, I think the cruise lines just sort of take it to the the next level. I mean, on cruise ships generally, whichever cruise line you go with, you know the the service is usually excellent, and yeah, on on Disney it's just uh, yeah, that extra bit special as well
1: yes what is what you expect for is what disney's known for is the the high level of sort of cast members sort of standards so what kind of things can I expect once I'm on board? We'll talk about the stateroom. So I am probably one of the only people who is actually happy with taking an inside cabin. Where I live in France, one of the best things about living in France is the fact we have shutters on the, um, the windows. So are you sleeping in pitch black darkness? So no curtains, which is great. So I'm used to sleeping in the, in the dark. And every time I've been on other cruise ships, if I've had a balcony or a sea view, the curtains don't really kind of cut it for me, unfortunately, and I wake up at the crack of dawn. So when I was booking it, they said, Well, it's not that much more to go for an ocean view." Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I want to take uh, the nice inside one, so I, I'm, I'm I can sleep and wake up when I want to wake up.
0: Yeah, I mean that's definitely an advantage of an inside stateroom is because you've not got that natural light, you can sleep really, really well. And, you know, they're the same size as the ocean views. Just the difference is you've got, you know, no window and no porthole. And the insides on the the Magic, there's the standard insides and then the, the deluxe. Really, the only difference is on the standard, it's just a, a bathroom that's all in one room. And the deluxes and then all the other staterooms have the split bathrooms, which I really like when, you know, and I've been on Disney cruises with young kids or you know even if there's just two of you the fact that you've got the toilet and a, and a wash basin in one room and then you've got the bath slash shower and another basin in the other room I think just really really helps in the mornings when everyone's getting ready or in the evenings yeah, when you're all getting yeah. ready to go to dinner you know rather than you just all fighting over that that one bathroom. I think the, the Disney staterooms they are amongst the, the largest on on cruise ships they're not like as big as a hotel room but then no cruise ship staterooms are are they but they're really well designed lots of storage and got a mini fridge it's it's really a cool box but it's fine for keeping drinks and things cold and and also just lots of lovely disney touches
1: yeah I've, the, the stateroom looks really nice it I'm, i said i don't mind not having a sea view of things like that. so for me it's it's uh Great to be, to be to be on the inside one. Uh, I've already got that on deck five as well, so I don't if that's a good yeah, deck. Yeah, I on. think
0: that is. That's really nice and convenient for everywhere and um, close to the kids' clubs, which perhaps you won't be using. But if, yeah, we we'll use the kids'
1: clubs, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but hand, you, handy
0: for that. Yeah, if you do go with a the family, then I think deck five is a good location. If you do want the sort of to be able to see out, and I mean there are lots of lovely views to to see when you're on your Disney cruise, then yep, have your ocean view stateroom you have one or two porthole windows so that you can look out or I think what I prefer I do like to go to be able to see out and also like (laughs) to sit on my balcony so I do usually book a veranda stateroom particularly nice if you're doing one of the Disney Caribbean cruises now you sail into some lovely Caribbean island open your curtains and then you can just have a little sit on the balcony looking over you know beautiful ocean and the beach and things so yeah no that I would go for a veranda every time. I don't mind a bit of light keeping me awake. And there was just one thing to say though on the balconies. Again, like most cruise lines, you've got these different categories of inside ocean view veranda. And what you're, you'll be paying more for is the fact that you're upgrading from an ocean view to a balcony, whatever. But you're also going to pay a different amount depending on where you're located on the ship. So the best locations are mid-ship, yeah, about halfway up, and that is where they, they reckon that you'll get less movement on the ship. So that's what tends to be most popular. I, I mean, I don't know. I am prone to motion sickness, but I never – these ships are reasonably large. They've got stabilisers. Unless it's really rough weather, then you're going to be okay, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I've never really – I mean, I, I don't really get sort of motion sickness and things. But I think you kind of suffer a bit on the, on the rides and things, don't you? So um, – if you if you're not prone to motion sickness, then I think it's one of the things that a lot of people who uh, are taking their first cruise they do worry: Am I going to get seasick? Am I going to get motion sickness? And you obviously know yourself better, but there are things you can take, isn't there? Yeah. Beforehand,
0: yeah, I have my, my Dramamine. So some, yeah, other brands are available <laughs> of motion sickness tablets. And if you do, and if you haven't got anything, you're not prepared, but you do feel a bit queasy on board then there is the medical centre and they will give you travel sickness tablets to help you. But I think generally, I mean, especially in the summer, if you're in the Caribbean, you're doing your British Charles cruise, I'm certain you're going to be absolutely fine. And then the other thing to look for on your stateroom is whether it's got an obstructed view or not. So there are the lifeboats that are all around the ship and also other sort of bits of the ship that might poke in front of your veranda or your porthole. And But it does always say that. So if you just want a nice clear view, don't want anything in the way, then make sure you go for an unobstructed one. They also on the, the magic and the wonder, they have these navigators for vera- navigator verandas. Have you come across those?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those ones. Yeah. I, they look, I think nice. they're
0: really cute because they're sort of like an enclosed veranda. So they have like a big porthole, but no glass. It's completely open. So you've got an, a, a seating area, but it's much more sheltered. So if you're doing a cruise where perhaps the weather isn't, Going to be so good, or you just, you know, it, I, I just think they look fun. They've got a bit of a wooden seat. They've got a little map on the side. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely go for one of those. Maybe, especially if you've got younger children, they they can be a really good choice.
1: Yeah, and like with most things with Disney, if you want to get a certain category of room, especially on popular cruises, then the earlier you book, the better, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you were saying about you prefer an inside cabin, and I would say. Those are the ones that go the quickest. Well, the cheapest ones are the most expensive ones. (laughs) You know, so the the top suites, they always go really quickly. And then the cheapest inside cabins, regular cruisers. You have people who book cruises year after year, always seem to go for the inside staterooms because they know they're getting exactly the same onboard experience and for a much reduced price. So they are the ones that tend to go first. Once they start to run out of cabins, you'll start to see yeah, inside staterooms guaranteed so these are staterooms where you can't actually choose the stateroom number and location you just know you're going to get an inside stateroom but it could be anywhere on on the ship so that is usually a good indication there's only a few cabins left when they're not assigning numbers and you'll just get your number a short while before you go on the cruise
1: yeah that's what i got i, I had a, a guaranteed cabin so and, and i've got um my cabin number came through stateroom number came through quite recently so i know where i'm going to be uh, on deck five which is fine but then i would be absolutely fine on any of the decks be perfectly nice yeah. um i think the main thing is if you're say having two or three staterooms, then of course don't book the guaranteed ones because you could be dotted all around the ship uh, and, se- and separated but so if you want to be together and you are traveling in a larger group then you need to take those ones where you can choose the, the stateroom numbers.
0: Yeah, and if you're particularly prone to, to noise sensitivity, you perhaps don't want to book one right underneath the pool deck, those kind of things. If you can choose the location of your stateroom, then I think that is much better because you know what to expect and where you're going to be. But yeah, if you're not bothered, then yeah, you can just get one of those guaranteed ones. So on yeah, getting staterooms together, there are connecting staterooms. So if you are travelling with a larger family or two families going together, then you can book two next door and then you, they open up the door so that you can go back and forth. Most of the staterooms sleep up to four people. There are some that are just three, most are four, and then there are a few with with five. I think it, it, it's fine with two adults and three smaller children. I would say if you are five adults, you're going to have to know each other pretty well. <laughs> to walk yep,
1: in yeah, it's a that one stateroom. <laughs> it's gonna be very very cozy in that in that state if he's if it's i mean you might have people who you know sleep at different times or just are literally just using it as somewhere to sleep if that's the case then maybe you might all be able to fit into one but if not yeah a bit of a tight space.
0: yeah i think so i mean i think say so two adults and three smaller kids you'd be absolutely fine i mean the setup of the cabins are you've got the one queen bed unlike most cruise lines where that queen it can either be one queen bed or two single beds The the beds on the Disney ships don't split up. So if there's two of you traveling together, you're going to have to toss a coin for who gets the queen bed because the other person is going to be on the the sofa that converts into a bed or there's also in most of the cabins, there's a pull-down Murphy bed. And then the ones for five, there's another pull-down Murphy bed that that comes out of the wall. So just to bear in mind that you're not going to be able to split that queen bed. So Yeah. The room, it is, say, they're really cleverly designed, I think, for the space. So if you've got your queen bed for parents and then you're going to turn the sofa and the pull-down Murphy bed, it it looks like bunk beds when it's all pulled down. But there's a curtain that then divides that room off. So you have got a little bit of privacy. It's only a cut, but, you know, you are like in two separate areas. (laughs) But then whoever's sleeping in that area with the bunk beds is going to have to come through past the the queen beds to get to the bathroom.
1: Yeah. And then I've been told by our Disney account manager to look out for door magnets.
0: Ah, yes. So certainly on the, the magic, the wonder, the fantasy and the dream. So all of the, the doors are magnetic. So you can take any kind of signs that you want to put on the doors, your family name or some Mickey ears or yeah, anything else that you might want to decorate your door with. You're welcome to do that as long as you have them on magnetic paper or you know magnets and if you go on ebay etsy all sorts of things there's lots of people who sell these sorts of things that can be personalised to your family—they're really fun. I love walking down the corridors and seeing how people have have decorated their their doors, and it can be quite handy as well in locating your your state yes, when you're coming yeah, back in the yeah. evening. If you've so like,
1: they, all, they all blur in together, they all start to look a bit exactly. the same, Marco, uh, it, especially if you've been to the bar. Yeah,
0: exactly. And some people really go over the top, and the whole door, you know, is, is decorated. And other people perhaps just have a, a few on, on there. And they also do just outside your door. There's like a little fish-shaped thing and this is where Disney leave any little notes about reservations or you know just little messages for you but also people attach things to them they call them fish extenders because they're little fish and then they're putting this extension onto them and you can join in with other people on your cruise normally kind of Facebook groups or you know, cruise groups that you set up before you go and then you can leave little gifts in for people who are who are in your group they did stop doing that over COVID because yeah it wasn't super COVID friendly to be going yeah, passing yeah. things around but I, I think they might be back now or hopefully they'll be back soon but yeah that can be a fun activity to do particularly with, with little children it's really exciting when you come back to your stateroom and oh somebody's left a little gift for you <laughs> yeah just little tiny things not expensive things but just more more
1: fun yeah and then talking about a stateroom so obviously you have someone who who looks after you you have your own sort of cast member who comes in and sort of cleans the uh cleans the stateroom things like that so uh, you do pay extra for gratuities and you pay up front for those so they are kind of split across your server's Uh, as well I think is that right?
0: Yep that's right so like all cruises they do have recommended amounts for gratuities you can either prepay them or they're just added onto your account that you pay on board at the end of your cruise and yeah so much for your stateroom host so much for your server so much you know for various other people that you'll come into contact with all recommended amounts and then you can always add to it on the last night if you want to give any people more I mean people who've not been on a cruise before get lots of questions about gratuities and do I have to pay them and things like that when people come off a cruise they always end up paying usually more than the recommended amount because they just get such amazing service. And particularly from your stateroom host, you know, in my experience, they just can't do enough for you. You know, they'll come and introduce themselves when you board the cruise, you know, ask things like, do you want the bed pulling down? Do you want any ice? Is there any extra things that you need? They'll explain things in your room. And then they're always bobbing about, you know, really friendly, asking if you need anything. In the evening, they'll come and turn down your bed. You might get a little towel animal or something when you get back to your your state room, which is is really fun. Yeah. So, you know, they work really, really hard to please you. So, you know, definitely wouldn't begrudge them any of the the gratuities, uh, you know, tips that you're going to leave for them.
1: Definitely not. And then talking about uh, about gratuity, so leads us on to the servers. And the servers bring us all that lovely Disney food, which is one of the things I think I'm definitely looking forward to, is seven nights of, of just eating Disney food.
0: Yeah, and there are some really unique things about dining on Disney cruise ships that you're not going to get elsewhere. They have rotational dining so what what is that? What is rotational dining? It means you're going to dine at a different restaurant each evening or you're going to rotate around different restaurants rather than just being in the same one. But the unique thing about it is your servers are going to come with you.
1: Yeah, so you get to have the same servers so they get to know. So some of my friends just went on a, a Disney cruise and the first night she ordered a ginger ale to go with her with her meal. And you know what? Every single night, what was waiting for her when they arrived, there was a ginger ale waiting for her. Yeah. And I
0: think it's just so nice because they get to know you. They get to know what you like. And yeah, you you can build up a really special sort of relationship with your server. They're They're all extremely well trained in what they do. They're very friendly. If you've got small children, they'll sometimes do little magic tricks or, you know, so it is good that you. They come round to each of the restaurants each evening. You know, they'll be wearing their different clothes that are themed to that restaurant that they're in. And I think if you don't know about it in advance, it's a little bit, yeah, you've had that really nice meal the first night. And then the second night you turn up and you think, oh, it's the same person again or the same people. You're going to have two servers that are going to be helping you out each evening. And yeah, it's it's nice to see them every, every night when you go to dinner.
1: Yeah, it's just great to have someone who actually remembers you and remembers exactly what you want. So you don't have to keep explaining every time that okay, I don't eat fish for example. So I don't want to explain every time. I don't eat fish. I don't like this, or I do eat on this. Especially like because you're gluten uh, intolerant. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they already know about any special requirements, any dietary requirements you've got. Can bring you special menus without here to ask. Yeah, it does. It works really, really well. There are set times for dining on the Disney ship, so there's no flexible dining in the main dining rooms. So you can choose when you book whether you want main dining or second seating. So main dining is the is the earlier one. So that's the one that families with young children tend to to go for, and that's the one that that goes most quickly and then yeah second seating tends to be yeah adults Uh, that can be a bit late to be eating for for young children but i think fine for for adults and then they run the shows two each night as well so if you're on second seating you'll go and see the show before dinner if you're on main seating then you'll go and see the show after dinner so you'll get to experience all exactly the same things but just flipped around so that they can accommodate everybody
1: a little bit later, yeah. So I'm on the second dining, so that means I'm going to go to a show first, then I go and have some food. But if I am getting a bit peckish, I mean, there's, there's places to go to go and get a little snack, isn't there? There so, certainly uh, are.
0: You're definitely not going to yeah. go go hungry on a Disney cruise. So you've got the Cabanas and um, Buffet. So that's open breakfast, lunch and dinner. So if you don't fancy having a sit-down meal, then you can just go to Cabanas. Although I would... I would urge you to go to those sit-down meals on the Disney Ships because they just are so unique. You know, we'll come on and talk about them. Also up on the pool deck, there's lots of counter service up there, so you can get a pizza or a burger or you know, fish and chips, that kind of thing. Soft serve ice cream. There is also a gelato, that there is an upcharge for that, but just the normal soft serve ice cream is included. And one of the other things that's included, I think, which is perhaps different than other cruise lines, is all of your soft drinks. So your soft drinks with dinner are included and then there are self-service stations in Cabanas and on the pool deck as well so you're you're welcome to go and help yourself to any of those the only time the soft drinks aren't included is if it's in a, in a bar and then you're, if you're ordering a drink in a bar then you will pay for that
1: yeah which I think is really good because a lot of other cruise lines will charge you so about ten dollars a day for a soft drinks package so Disney cruises aren't aren't cheap they, they generally are more expensive than other cruise lines but when you add in that sort of $10 a day worth of drinks, and then you add in all the, all the extras as well, you, know, it, you, you start to sort of see what the value is of taking a Disney cruise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No drinks packages, so no alcoholic or soft drinks packages to purchase. Say soft drinks are all included apart from in the bars. If you want any alcoholic drinks, then you're going to pay for those separately just as you go. The only thing they, they do have is there's a beer mug that you can buy. And then you just pay for refills of that. So that works out a little bit cheaper if you're drinking beer. And then they have offers. So you can buy like a wine package, so maybe a bottle of wine with dinner every night. Or you can, you know, there's always seem to be special offers on cocktail of the day, different things like that. But there isn't a a drinks package in the way you might expect from other cruise lines. It's definitely a family cruise line. There's lots of people are drinking alcohol, having a few cocktails, but it's not a kind of like, yeah, all-inclusive, how much can we drink that kind of holiday?
1: I think that's the problem is because the drinks packages are so expensive on the other cruise lines when you pay for them, almost like challenging you to drink as much as possible, isn't it? So actually, you know, Disney don't want people getting too drunk. They obviously don't You know, want you to have, have a good time. But I think that's why they had the things like the cocktail of the day. So you can have that up at, the, up at the bar. I think that's what I'm going to be doing is having cocktails all the day.
0: Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out the cocktail of the day just to just to, yeah have one or one or two of those. So back to the restaurants. Yeah, so on the Disney Magic we've got Lumieres, which is the Beauty and the Beast themed restaurant. So that's just off the main atrium, a really beautiful dining room. The food is slightly French themed, but you know there's a huge range of things to to choose from. But yeah, a very nice dining experience in there. One of my favourites, though, is Rapunzel's Royal Table. Uh, so that is all themed a bit like the snuggly duck. There's live performances during dinner. So you've got a bit of a show going on as well as having your meal. So you'll have seen pictures of this, won't you, and seen what goes on.
1: Yeah, this is one of the ones I'm looking forward to, because sometimes, you know, it, it is really nice to sit there and have a nice meal, but also be entertained at the same time yeah, as well. especially if you've got kids who can get a bit fidgety during dinner.
0: But it's it's for all the family. Yeah, it's not just sort of geared at children. I think it is. Uh, uh, a yeah, There are chokes in there that perhaps the adults will just get as well. I mean, it is a family friendly show, but <laughs> yeah, it's and the, the whole dining room is so nicely themed you can go and have breakfast in there as well, as well as Lumiere's if you want to have a, a table service breakfast and um, you can go and have that there too. And it, when I was last on the Magic, yeah, Rapunzel's Royal Table was my venue for, for breakfast each morning as as well as for dinner on the nights I had that.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to a Disney breakfast. And then one of my friends said that he what he does is he goes and has a table service breakfast and then goes to the buffet afterwards.
0: Yeah, or <laughs> we didn't mention Disney's fantastic room service. So 24 yep. hours a day you can order food to your stateroom it's completely free of charge I do expect you to tip the person who's bringing you your food you know that's just uh, what you would would expect on a cruise line but all of the, the cost of the food is included in your cruise fare so if you do fancy early breakfast on your veranda then you can order that you know to come with some coffee maybe some pastries and things and then you can have second breakfast in Rapunzel's raw table later on, and then and yeah, and breakfast. then maybe yeah. go third breakfast
1: to the buffet, but I might be pushing it. But there's only so much breakfast. That I I don't really have a massive breakfast normally, but when I'm in a hotel, I suddenly have. I don't get hungry normally in the morning but i suddenly find that i'm hungry when i'm presented with a buffet yeah
0: and when somebody else is cooking that you know that lovely breakfast for you you can't say no can you so so yeah definitely make sure that uh, you try the room service too so yeah you can do room service breakfast or also maybe you get back to your stateroom late at night you've been to see the show and they think oh i really would like a mickey bar then someone will bring I, yeah. one for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or some like you know milk and cookies for the kids or you know so it's it, I definitely would take advantage of, of that.
1: Milk and cookies is not just for the kids, Amanda. No,
0: that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> and then moving on to the restaurants, another one of the ones
1: that I absolutely love is Animator's Palette. This is the one that I think if you ask most people which is the, the restaurant which you associate most with, or it's the one I associate most with Disney Cruise Line, it's Animator's Palette. Yeah.
0: So it is has got yeah, sort of animations all around the, the restaurant I don't want to spoil it too much because I think it is really special and, and different. So perhaps I don't talk too much about it. But one of the my favourite things there is when you sit down at the table, the butter knife is shaped like a palette knife, like an artist's palette knife. Everything is themed. Even you know the the servers' clothes are all with the Disney animation on them. You do get to try try out your own animation skills, a bit of drawing kind of brought to life around uh, the restaurant but yeah really really special experience and good food too
1: we spoke this about this on one of the other podcasts. Is I don't think my drawing skills, are necessarily going to be up to scratch. So um, if there's a drawing class beforehand or something, someone could teach me. Then maybe I'll be fine. But they might be they might confuse my drawing with a five year old.
0: Well, that's fine. You can just pretend you are the five year old. You yeah, know, right, it's like... right? Martin, eight five and a half. <laughs> exactly. No, I would say the quality of my drawing wasn't brilliant, but <laughs> no, it's just it's just such good fun. You know, really, really good fun. And at dinner, you can choose to sit just with your party, or you can be seated with other people as well. So that's your your choice. You can ask before you you go what kind of table size you'd like. And it's just your preference, isn't it? It can be quite fun to sit with other people, especially if you are travelling on your own, then you get to, to meet other people. Everybody I've ever met on a Disney cruise has been, yeah, really friendly and lovely. And you've got that shared interest of Disney, haven't you? So there's always plenty to chat about.
1: Oh, yeah. I think you've always got things to chat about because you've got about, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? What's your port adventure yeah. tomorrow? What, uh, what's your state room like? This is your first cruise? And then and I was going to say, where are you from? Because you do get a reasonable amount of American tourists that do these cruises. I know someone who I think he's done 73 now. Wow. He basically, he basically almost lives on board. He has his laptop. He works from there he so you know if you're speaking to him he's gonna have to tell you absolutely everything about the ship isn't he yeah
0: and even if they're not people that you click with it's only dinner isn't it you're not gonna spend the whole cruise with them so you know i think it can be nice to sit with other people so all of those restaurants that we we mentioned they are all included in your cruise fare when you get on board on your cruise card you will have it on there which restaurants you're going on which nights or you can look on your app and it will show you on there as well so you, you know you'll get the the sort of set order that you're going to to do these restaurants in there are fine dining restaurants as well so on the magic there's paolo which is the fine dining restaurant i i I haven't actually eaten in here because i've always found the cruises that i've been on there's so much choice in the included restaurants but it is supposed to be fabulous and they do brunches as well as dinner there isn't really any kind of dress code in the other restaurants no like you know torn jeans or kind of tank tops or swimwear or that kind of thing but pretty much you know casual clothing some people do really dress up and that's fine too but nobody's going to turn you away for not having a jacket or that kind of thing but in Paolo, you do need to have smart trousers and a collared shirt and then on the dream and fantasy they also have remy and that is smarter again you need to have a a jacket smart trousers and a, a collared shirt to to eat in there if you do want to eat in those fine dining restaurants they do get booked up really far in advance So you need to go on your Disney Cruise Line app as soon as you can, as soon as bookings open to get that booked in.
1: Yeah, I think the dress code on on board is is quite like I think it's another thing that a lot of first time cruisers think that they have to go sort of tux and evening little cocktail dress every evening to to go out, which is true on certain other cruise lines. But this is Disney, so you can be more casual in pretty much most of the shit in what you're wearing. But of course, if you want to dress up and look really fancy one nut, then why not?
0: yeah absolutely and there are sort of special theme nights so on most of the cruises there'll be a pirate night some people go all in and get like complete that whole family pirate sort of fancy dress and others might just wear a, a pirate t-shirt or something and some people don't wear any you know just wear their normal clothes that's absolutely fine too but there are opportunities to dress up and of course you see lots of the kids who are dressed up in their princess dresses or their pirate outfits or you know some people do really you know plan it well so that they've got their their lovely outfits for the, the family to wear
1: yeah i'm deciding whether to have my princess outfit or my pirate outfit which one i'm going to bring with me yeah well yeah there are lots of photographers around the ship so at dinner
0: somebody will come and offer to take your photo and then also there are photo points all around the ship so that you can have your photos taken and then you can buy buy those individual photos or a photo package it's so again like most cruise ships there's a um Photography viewing area, so you can go look at your photos and decide which ones you want to
1: choose. I don't like taking photos of myself, so <laughs> I don't think I'm buying any photos. But I think for a family, it's a really nice way of. Of a handful, especially with the characters. We haven't spoken about the characters yet, but when you're meeting the characters, you don't want to take a selfie. You don't want sort of someone's long arm in there. You want to have a nice picture. Yeah. It's been freshly taken. Yeah,
0: definitely. And there's no harm in having these pictures taken. If you don't like them, you don't have to buy them, but you can have as many taken as you like and then just go and view them, buy none, buy some, you know, or buy, buy the whole package to have all of the photos. So, yeah, we've talked about some of the unique dining experiences, but surely the one of the kind of most unique things about a Disney cruise is that you've got those Disney characters.
1: Yeah, so you can meet all your favourite sort of Disney characters. It does sort of depend on the ship. So, for example, on the on, on the Wish, you can meet some of the Marvel characters. I don't think the Marvel characters are necessarily on the other ones. But if you know you want to go and meet Mickey and me and Pluto, Pluto's my favourite, so we'll go and meet Pluto, then yeah, you can go and meet them on board. And you think how long you'd queue up to go and wait in the park if you want to go meet mickey in the park you're kind of looking at about an hour queue realistically but i don't think the queues are that long on board the cruise ships are they no
0: they're not i mean obviously some of the popular characters do get long lines but you will just see characters wandering about sort of in in the atrium area or they'll perhaps be on balconies just so you can see them and wave at them there is still some social distancing going on with the characters on board the cruise lines at the minute so you might be just standing slightly in front of them but then there are also sort of other character meet and greets that will be in a particular lounge or another area so you might not just come across them so you need to be checking your app to see you know what characters that are available when keep talking about the app and i think it is absolutely essential that you download that as soon as you've booked your disney cruise get your booking all linked up and then as it gets closer you'll be able to book your activities before you go but it's also really really useful when you're on board to be able to check what's what's going on so those character meet and greets and then other onboard entertainment and things you the, you talked about somebody going on the Disney cruise and taking their laptop and working there they have better luck with the Wi-Fi than than I did. I don't think that's
1: something that's they don't absolutely need brilliant in the port. They, really, they don't need to work when they're in the port. They go to go and find a Starbucks. Or something
0: yeah, like. yeah. Because I mean, they do have Wi-Fi on board, but it's not. It isn't that brilliant, and it's quite expensive. But for using the app, you don't need to buy the Wi-Fi package. That just all works anyway.
1: There's also a nightclub on board, isn't there?
0: Uh, yeah, there's plenty of evening activities and plenty of adult-only activities as well. I think people do quite naturally think that a Disney cruise is for families, which it is. But you have got, yeah, you've got your your nightclubs on board. You have got an adult-only pool. You've got lots of bars, and in the evenings, they become some of them become adult-only as well.
1: I think that's sort of one of the things that some people worry about is that it's going to be 24 7 disney in your face and you can't sort of escape it but there are adult only areas where it's not sort of as disney but you don't have the, the in your face you know the, the the characters and you don't have the piped in music and things like that do you
0: well no i mean i certainly wouldn't be going on a disney cruise if i didn't like disney you know i mean as much oh, no. as they love the ships and everything but no there are places that you can go and escape it away from lots of kids in particular so yeah you've got your own pool you've got those, you know, the nightclub, the bars in the evening. One thing on Disney cruise ships, there's no casino, so you'll often find a casino on cruise ships. They don't have that on board, so if that's important to you, then yeah, Disney Cruise wouldn't be the cruise line for you.
1: No, but depending on where you go to, there might be casinos there or in some of the ports. It's not like if you go into some kind of places, but yeah, it's not really the kind of thing you don't go on a Disney Cruise to uh, to gamble away your uh, your life savings, do you?
0: Well, no, I mean, so they are geared up to be a family cruise line, so yeah, no casino on board. Lots of other entertainment though. They have got an onboard cinema, so the Buena Vista Theater on the Disney Magic. And the great thing about that is, if there are any Disney films being released at the time of your cruise, then they'll show them straight away on board. So, as if they're being released in the cinema on one day, you'll get to see them the same. They do normally show a few films during the day. thinking Yeah, do, do I want to go and be at the cinema on my lovely cruise? But if you've got a sea day it be quite a nice thing to go and do, you know, if there's a new release film that you haven't caught up with yet. And it is, it's a really, really lovely theatre, nice and comfortable to go and sit in there and watch a nice Disney movie. You
1: know, you think how much you'd pay to go to the cinema in the UK, you sort of add that up for a family of four and you can sit down, you can watch the latest film. So, yeah, it's a nice way. And then you kind of, then you go out and then depending on what the film is, you might even meet one of the characters. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And then you've also got the Walt Disney Theatre. So that's where you're going to see your show in the evening and they have got yeah your broadway style disney entertainment you know, it is amazing so there's the the disney dreams show which is the the classic i absolutely love that i've seen it many times and it's still kind of yeah really really enjoy seeing that and then you've got tangled the musical and twice charmed which is a cinderella themed show which is like a funny show yeah it's uh, they're all definitely worth seeing
1: yeah, I've heard it's very, very funny. So I'm really looking forward to going to that one. I really like Cinderella. I haven't really seen Cinderella for a long time. It's a, it, it's a, it's a great film. So, and I want to see this, this funny version uh, of it. And we all know that Disney put on fantastic shows, so you know that the quality is going to be amazing. Yeah. And I think, think how much you'd pay to go and see like Lion King or Mary Poppins in the West End. Again, that's all included as part of your cruise fare.
0: And I think sometimes you're watching the show. And then you're just thinking, yeah, I'm in the middle of the ocean here watching this amazing show that they've put together. And I've just got to walk maybe five minutes back to my stateroom. I can just go and get a drink. I can order that Mickey bot. You know, there's just it's, it's everything's there for you to just have. Yes, such a fabulous holiday. I'm feeling very jealous of you right now, actually, when I'm talking about this. I wish I was going on Disney Cruise in a few weeks.
1: Well, you're you're going to Orlando. I am so. <laughs> going to Orlando. Yes,
0: I am. so which will also be very good, and I'm looking forward to. But I I think a Disney cruise is a more relaxing Disney holiday. I really like combining a trip to Disney World with a Disney cruise, which is is what I'm doing next time. I well not next time. I go the time after when I go on the Disney. I'm
1: afterwards. Yeah,
0: and you know I, I've done that holiday before. Maybe like a three week holiday. You do Disney World, you do the Disney cruise, and then maybe you do Universal at the the end because it is although there's so much to do it's a more relaxing pace um yeah you can see the characters more easily you're seeing all the shows okay you haven't got the rides but you have got a lot of the other disney magic going on
1: and you got all your food as well which is obviously not included when you go to walt disney world so you've got all your food included for those days all your soft drinks and character meet and greets nice and easy to go and see those and then shows and yeah, I mean the ships are obviously a lot smaller, so you don't walk as much. So your feet can take a little bit of a break after yeah. walking around the uh, World Showcase Lagoon to just go and hold, hold those cocktails. It gets a gets a little bit tiring after after you walk around a couple of times isn't it, it does
0: especially in the uh, the summer heat so uh, got nice air-conditioned disney cruise ship does sound a bit more appealing at the way after all this hot weather we've had and then yeah as well as the shows you've got lots of other entertainment as well so you've got the d lounge you've got you know other lounges and bars the thing i really like and my family like are the quizzes we're a big quizzer family so you've got disney quizzes you've got music quizzes you've got lots of things you've got things like bingo as well that you do get on on cruise ships
1: of course what you don't get at walt disney world uh, are kids clubs so you can actually get rid of your kids for a couple of hours can't you yeah well i don't like get rid of them
0: they're normally running to go to them <laughs> because they are so so good and again just a, a step up from lots of other cruise line kids clubs so you've got the oceaneer club and the oceaneer lab ages three to twelve now i know you're not going with kids this time but they do have an open house when you first get on the ship. So yeah, I'm going to have a look yeah, around. Go and look around. It's like nothing you've ever seen. You've got you know, one of the rooms like Andy's toy room. You've got Oh, there's just so many different rooms and areas. You just would want to stay there yourself for the whole time. But unfortunately, it's only for kids aged three to twelve.
1: They should open it up for the for the adults in the evening. They could yeah. have like a late night Andy's uh, toy room.
0: Yeah, no, it's it is it's it's just amazing. You know, when my kids are little. They were not particularly kids club kids. You know, they didn't really like. But on the Disney cruise ships, they did really really enjoy them. Over COVID, you have had to pre book slots. Previous to that, you could just they could just turn up. You know, if they wanted, you just enrol them at the beginning of the cruise to let them know that they did want to use the kids clubs. They wear like a bracelet so that they know where they are at all times. It's really secure you know. when you're going, checking them in and going to pick them up. So I wouldn't have any worries at all about the kids going in there. Really nice big space because it's kind of a wide age range. You can have siblings that are going into the same club and got different age appropriate activities depending on. But you know, some kids of 10 might like to do the same things as a kid of five, whereas some eight-year-olds wouldn't want to do something the same as another six year old. You know, so it is quite good that they've got all those different activities there. And they even have some special character meet and greets. You know, you might turn up and find, you know, minis there, kind of um leading story time, or you know, Cinderella's come along. So they do have those special meet and greets there
1: as well. Now I'm jealous that I can't go to go and have a story with Cinderella. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They do have clubs for the older kids as well, but yeah, you're still not getting into these. So, got Edge, which is for age 11 to 14, and then Vibe for 14 to 17 year olds. These are more. I can't
1: pass for a 17
0: year old. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid to definitely not. And yeah, they are pretty strict on the ages as well. These are more kind of hangout areas. So, there's TVs, video games, like karaoke type stuff, sort of semi organised activities, but more a place just to hang out and make friends. And with these clubs, it tends to be that they can come and go as they they want to. So as long as you're OK with that, that they can check themselves in and out of the club rather than it be, you know, somebody's got to come and drop them off and, and
1: collect them and everything. I think it's, uh, it's a great kind of way of giving them some freedom, but still knowing that they're perfectly safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, for Vibe, you know, you're talking 14 to 17 year olds. So, you know, these are. Older teens. And certainly my kids, when they're like 15, 16, say, Do you want to go to the kids' club? They're like, No. But I think if you can encourage them to go along just at the beginning, it is just a good place for them to to meet other kids of their their own age. So even if your kids are a bit anti it, I would encourage them to go along on the first day, just, just see what they think. And Vibe, especially, it is a great area. It tends to be like in one of the best parts of the ship. Some of the Vibe clubs have got their own hot tubs. So yeah, it's definitely worth going to take a look. I, I think most kids will be surprised by by what they they see when they they go into edge and, and vibe and then other things that you've got on the ship you've got the spa so do you think you'll be making use of the spa
1: well yeah uh, a couple of my friends have told me to sort of go and chill out in the in the sauna and the steam room because a lot of other cruise lines they charge extra for those to go in the sauna and the steam room but it's free if you obviously want to go and have a massage or something like that then fine you can you can you can pay to go and do those things as well so maybe i might treat myself to a massage have you had any treatments done
0: i have yeah i'm a bit of a sucker when it comes to cruise ships but it's sort of it's one of the times especially on a sea day you know you've probably got downtime you haven't really got anything to to do you know bar all the entertainment and everything so it is I, i don't tend to go and do those things at home but yeah, normally on a cruise ship, I might go and get my nails done or have a facial or something like that. And yeah, they do it really, really well. So, it's so obviously isn't included, but they do, again, have an, an open house on the first day when you board the ship. So, you can go and have a look around. You can see what all the treatments are that they offer. And they do often have offers, you know, if you book on the first day or if you, you know book it in advance, you get so much often. So, keep an eye on your app and the information in your stateroom um, for any kind of special deals and things.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I think you you go and relax, go and treat yourself. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't
0: it? Yeah. (laughs) One of the things we should talk about is is safety. I know people quite rightly do want to think about safety on board. So like with all cruise lines, you are going to have the safety instructions you know, in the event of an emergency and to check out you're going to have life jackets that are in your stateroom. Nowadays they tend to get you to watch the video the safety video and then you need to go and find your muster station so that's the place emergency that you need to go to so that might be one of the theatres one of the restaurants it might be place on a deck you'll get told what your muster station is board and it's on your app and then on your first day make your way there at some point off and um, there, there to know that you've been there just so that you can familiar with where that is.
1: Yeah. So like being in the theme parks, I that Disney puts safety above everything else. So the safety of the guests is always priority number one, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And there is a uh, the medical station on board. So you make sure you've got full insurance for your trip and just take all the reasonable precautions that you would on, on any other holiday.
1: Yeah. Now talking about precautions, maybe your wallet won't be so safe whilst durable because there's plenty of places to go and spend your money, isn't there? So there's an art gallery and there's plenty of shopping, isn't there?
0: One thing I would say is if you see things at the beginning of your cruise, don't think I'm going to go back and get back at the end. Buy it then, you know, buy it straight away because they only have so much stock on board that ship. You can go back and then find it's all sold out. So, yeah, I would definitely get things as, as soon as you see them. Like most cruise ships, everything is cashless. So you'll get your cruise card, and you're just going to charge everything to that. And then, yeah, you get your bill at the end. So it's not like you're handing out your cash. Yeah, dangerous. I think. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on it. But you can see your cruise account on the the TV in your stateroom as well. So you can see see where you're up to.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we can. I can. I don't think I want to see. I don't want a TV show me how much money I've spent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, you're going to have such an amazing time. So you've got a really nice itinerary there. Although you know it's British Isles. Well, that's the weather's for you, won't we? I mean, we been having a bit of a heat wave. So let's hope you get some some decent weather. But you've got some nice places to go and have a look around. But most of all, yeah, you've got that beautiful ship to explore and experience.
1: That's the main thing I'm looking forward to. The ports are, are, are really looking forward to those, but it's the ship. Uh, and it's doing all those things on board that we just spent the, the last sort of 55 minutes talking about. Is That's what I'm looking forward to doing. and I'm really excited. I uh, can't wait. 24 days uh, time, I'll be uh, on board.
0: So that is all for this week. That's been a really long show because we had uh, lots to talk about and getting excited for your cruise. But, you know, we really hope you enjoyed it and useful. Um subscribe so you don't miss anything else. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about us, then you can visit our website, that's veritaholidays.co.uk. And of course keep an eye on our social media for all Martin's um, information from his travels. So you can find all the links in the show notes. So thanks for listening and have a magical day.